Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here at the Ranger Report Podcast, we only represent products we believe in. As you've heard over the past year plus, we've been running our Walton's commercial. I've been using Walton's products for a long time now, and let me tell you, they're some of the best seasonings I've ever used. One of my staples to make at my house are pork chops, and their ultimate pork chop and roast rub has gotten more compliments than anything that I've ever used. For burgers, their better burger seasoning is delicious, and I only use that on my burgers. Again, tons of compliments. They have all kind of seasonings that you can imagine. They have barbecue sauce and the thick kind, not the watery kind at all. If you're into wild game, they have seasons and rubs for that as well. Don't forget their line of sausage casings and all the tools to make your own meat products from sausage and jerky to grinders and more. Walton's really is a one-stop shop for everything but the meat. If you like tips and tricks and videos on how to do a whole lot of things when it comes to cooking, then you should go to www.meatgistics.com. Go to www.waltonsinc.com today and start shopping and tell them the Ranger Report podcast sent you. Walton's, everything but the meat. This is Bruce Bochy, and you're listening to the Ranger Report. The Ranger Report. Yeah, the Ranger Report. Inside Scoop, listen to the Ranger Report. Oh, here we go. This is the Ranger Report podcast. News, insights, predictions, interviews, and information about the Texas Rangers from the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now... Here are your hosts, Ben Dieter and C.J. Berryman. Hey everybody, welcome to the Ranger Report Podcast. I am Ben Dieter. You can find me at bdieter 75 on the X. Uh, there you go, Ben. I am C.J. Berryman. You can find me at C.J.B. underscore R.R. On if you're watching on YouTube, X it's listed, listed right there below, below our names, yeah, there. below our pictures. Right, right, there, yes. right there. Right there. So anyway... Uh, thanks to uh, Premier Health Solutions for sponsoring the uh, the online studio. And, of course, Walton's. Walton's everything but the meat. And I didn't mention that we are part of the Fans First Sports Network, which, by the way, they gave away four free tickets. We talked about that to an NFL game, to an opening day NFL game. It was really cool. The guy that won was a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, so that's disappointing. But other than that, it was a it was a great promotion that they Congratulations, did. So, dude. Yeah, I know. Hey, but was it Chris on. Halleck? <laughs> no, that would have been cool. It was not Chris Halleck, but anyway. No, but Fans First Sports Network is growing. Uh, we're proud to be part of it, so go check them out. They have a website, Fans First 
sports.com i believe is the website so go check it out i got my i got my office cup that's yep. a good it's a cup yes cup i am cup. drinking coffee at seven i mean nothing wrong with that man nothing wrong with that but anyway don't forget to check out our store you can get things like this hat or this shirt i gotta move the beard for you to see it see the shirt here all that's available at the rangerreport.com shop so go check that out become a patreon and get cool free stuff and uh you know, get to pick show topics and all kinds of stuff. It's really fun. So anyway, with all that out of the way, CJ, let's talk about um, the bipolar week that the Texas Rangers have. Do you want to start with the good or the bad? Um, well, since we just let's talk, let's talk about the week coming into this weekend. Let's let's start off with that. All right. Yeah, let's start off with because the good. Because we were we were we, we Houston Astro the Toronto Blue Jays. Well, yes, we took two or three from the the A's and then yep. swept swept Toronto in Toronto. And yes, yep. it was what the Houston Astros did to us, we did to them. Yeah, I mean, we, we dominated offensive, defense, and a pitching. All was dominated by the Everything. Rangers. And it's not like Toronto's had a bad bullpen. We just torched them for four straight. Toronto games. has one of the better bullpens in the league. Yeah. So... Yeah, and the Rangers just torched him for four straight games. And adding I mean, insult to injury, yesterday, Emmanuel Classe came in and closed the game after the, after the Indians took the lead in the bottom of the eighth. And if you remember, Emmanuel Classe was a fireballer, 100-mile-an-hour pitcher that we had in Frisco that John Daniels traded to the Indians for nothing. Yeah. yeah. Literally. Yeah. Because he traded for Corey Kluber and sent Delino with him, traded for Corey yeah. Kluber, and we got like two thirds of an inning from Corey Kluber. Yeah, we got one. And it, inning. it was the last year of his deal, and he wasn't going to stay. But he and had an ERA of zero for the Rangers. So, <laughs> yeah, that's really turning a frown. We were trying really hard to turn a frown. He threw what 15, 15 pitches or whatever. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like Jeff like Bannister. That. Jeff Bannister batted a thousand in the majors. Yeah, that's true. He only got he only got one at bat, and he was one for one. It was an infield hit. (laughs) (laughs) He is batting a thousand. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) no, that Toronto series, though. I mean, had everyone thinking, "Hey, the Rangers are back." Look at, I mean, Corey Seager is just unreal. I mean, if it wasn't for Shohei Otani, he would be the hands down MVP. Well, now Otani's shelved for the rest of the year. So yeah, but I think his numbers are still good enough that he's going to win MVP. If Seager does get a hundred RBIs, yeah, with the time that he's missed. Yeah, and he's hitting three twenty plus yeah. with thirty plus home runs. Obviously, that he's yeah. already got, yeah. and he's been playing really good defense. He really yep. has. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, I still think it's going to be Otani, but I think so too. I th- I do. Uh, if if <laughs> if Simeon or excuse me, if Seager had been healthy all season long, we'd have a real, real good argument. Yeah, I think it'd be but, a neck and neck race. Yeah, so I think you'll see. I think you'll see Otani number one and Seager number two. Just unless Seager just continues to pound the ball like he has all season. Long. Yeah, if he finishes batting three forty eight or something, you know they're going to have to. He's going to have to get serious consideration. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's been what did ahead. they say? I heard the other day. It's been since was it July or August of two thousand twenty two since he's gone back to back games without a hit. Yep. Yep. That's yep. over a year. That he hasn't gone, he hasn't gone back to back games without getting hit. That's incredible. Yeah, he's hitting like, three thirty seven after today with an OPS of one zero five zero. That's pretty good. Pretty damn good. That's pretty damn good, man. Yeah. So <laughs> the Rangers' offense looked fantastic against Toronto, and then uh, and then it just sort of they crapped a brick against Cleveland. They looked horrible Friday, horrible today, 
and you know the bullpen did its I thing. I don't think they. I don't think they scored more than two runs in any of the three games. No, the bullpen did its thing on Saturday because the Rangers had a one nothing lead and pulled the yeah. starter, and they wound up losing the game two to one. So um, they did their thing. And I'll tell you what, though, I'll give. I, I won't trash Leclerc. That was a good pitch. That yeah, that, uh, and Will who, he was set up for failure with by Will Smith. Will Smith. Yeah, but that the 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 pitch that tied the game. That was a good pitch, and he yeah, didn't get was. hardly any of it. It just blooped into exactly the right place. So there was that was exactly the pitch he wanted Saturday. To yeah, a whole lot of blue pits, especially into left yeah. field. And yep. Carter actually caught one, or you would have, you would have that, had that, yeah. Pit. Yeah, so well, that diving well, catch you, that Carter made out there. While you brought him up, let's talk about him. People wanted to see him all year long, and mm-hmm. some of us didn't think he was ready earlier in the season. And I didn't Which, know if he was ready this time, but I, I got to say, uh, uh, and I think you agree with me, CJ. I think he's ready. It, it certainly looks that way. I mean, he's hitting, <laughs> he's hitting 280 right now, um, and he's he's got his first MLB home run. His first is, MLB he's triple. The most patient 21 year old hitter. Yeah, I think I've ever seen. He walked twice yeah. today. Yeah. Now he didn't get a hit, but he did walk twice today and scored a run. He's got excellent speed. He's got five tool. He does five tool skills. The skill. Set. I mean, if, uh, if you're looking forward, if you're looking forward to 2024. Which this season's not over yet. The Rangers are still in the wild card at the moment, and the way they're being bipolar, Doctor Jekyll, you know, Mister Hyde. I feel like they they can just if they can just hang in where they're at, keep winning a couple of games, losing a couple of games, they'll make that third wild card spot. You know, yeah. And obviously, if they go on another run, they could pass the Astros. They're only a game and a half behind them. Yeah. So they're 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 in two different hunts for the playoffs, yeah. and that's awesome. They're in good. They're still in a good position. I yeah. Mean, they are. We 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 don't have too many more games left. Uh, what do we got? A hundred. So we've played. I think we got fifteen. Hundred forty nine so far. Yeah. So we got about about fourteen. Thir- thirteen. Thirteen left. games. Thirteen games left. So but, uh, go ahead. We're in the, we're in the position to make a move. I mean, yeah. make a move and and take and snag one of those spots. I mean, it's 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 realistic. But looking ahead, unless he goes zero for fifty in spring training, I don't see any way that Evan Carter is not on the opening day lineup next year. Yeah, I mean opening day roster. I'm sorry, yeah. knocking on my desk, knocking on wood there. Uh, yeah, this it, Josh Young will be back tomorrow. Sounds like. Yep. Sounds, Sounds like. like. Uh, that's that's I, the projection, anyway. He'll be back tomorrow. Yep, Adolis will be back before the season. Adolis might be back before the end of the year. Of course, so does that mean they have to send Carter news. back down? Because I really don't want that to happen. No, they got. Uh, Ornelas, Ornalis. Oh, that's right. That's right. They can send Ornelas back down. Yeah. Okay. Jonathan Ornelas. No. Yeah. Yeah. Because they freed up, they actually freed up a a 40 man spot by putting Ian Kennedy on the 60 day. So, oh, that's right. Yeah. I'm not worried about having to find a roster spot for him. But yeah, I I just, I just, Carter's, he's dazzling. I mean, he's dazzling on the base pads, on defense, obviously on offense. He's super, super patient. He makes you he makes you throw his pitch and he's smart. Yeah. He he's very smart and baseball just, IQ is super high. Yeah, he's 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 gonna be he has a real good shot to be your starting left fielder next year or right fielder. Yeah. It just depends. Just depends on yeah. me and Ben were talking off air about some possibilities of moving somebody to get him in there every day. But yep. we'll we'll see we'll see how that works out. But he might be one of starting in one of your outfield positions next year. To start yeah, because I, I don't think Jankowski's back, which I kind of wish he would be. I like the way he played this yeah. year. I don't think Grossman, there's a chance. I think they signed him for two years. So I think Grossman will be back. Deal. Yeah, I think Grossman will be back. But 
Grossman's going to lose playing time to Evan Carter, I think. Now he's going to have to – Grossman could be that fourth outfielder. Yep. And DH, spell Sam Huff every now and then. You're going to want a veteran yeah. to, to be behind Sam Huff. Um, I, I really think – and I think they might – I don't know – I'm going to look up Hedges, Austin Hedges, who actually had, he was the only player to have two hits today and he's yeah. our part-time closer. I was about to say, you know who the best pitcher in the last two weeks has been for the Texas Rangers? It's been Austin Hedges. He's still got a zero, zero, zero ERA. Dude, he's pitched three innings and not given up a run. <laughs> I mean, to be fair though, those are innings where the other team really didn't need to score a run. They interviewed him the other day and um, he broke down <laughs> He broke down the art of a position player pitching, and his his advice was just lob it. Yeah, that's what all he does. He just lobs <laughs> it, dude. Uh, that was like I don't know if you remember back in when we had Jordan Procession on, but he pitched like six times for the Rough Riders the year before mm-hmm. catcher Jordan Processions, and he talked about you know his curveball and like he was you know and actually in the media guide when I went to media day they actually put in there his pitching stats from 2022. Oh, nice. <laughs> it was pretty funny. He's with round rock now, but that was funny. He, he's a, he's a great guy. I mean, uh, not, not a, ma- he's not going to make the major leagues, but he was a really good guy. Fun to interview, but yeah, hedges, man. It's, it is catchers too. You see a lot of catchers that pitch. Yeah, you do. And uh, I mean, they. <laughs> although I remember I once back in the day, David Murphy pitched. Yeah. And then Jose Canseco <laughs> did it and blew out his arm. Yeah. in spring training and that was the yep. same game that he took the foul ball that took the, the the ball off the head in right field that went over for a home run that was that was that's one of the same best videos game. of all time yeah same game austin hedges is a free agent in 2024 oh so we have him next year too okay i believe so cool all right so yeah the rangers though are still in it this year don't, don't count them out again they had a six game winning streak. Now they're on a three game losing streak. So they're still six and three in their last night. It's just been so up and down that the emotions is just, <laughs> well, they're killing, they're killing all the fans because you know, you win six in a row and you're thinking, all right, this team is back. And then Friday night they get obliterated by the Indians. And you're like, or I'm sorry, by the guardians. And you're like, now that loss, I didn't, I didn't quite blame them for that one because they had to go through customs of coming out of Toronto. It was a yeah. night game. They yeah. didn't get home till two, three o'clock in the morning. I get it, man. Yeah. You're just tired. But games two and three of the series, they they should have shown more life. Well, two should have been a win. I mean, two, two should, should have, been, have a been a win at least. And three, um, three should have. I mean, it should, today's game should have gone much better than it did. And we were talking about this too. I was surprised to see it be Cody Bradford, but you could kind of see it laying up that way. To, by the way, yeah. they had Heaney and Perez pitch in the most recent games. Yeah, and hadn't pitched yeah. Bradford, so you could see the writing on the wall there. Yeah, but since you're you're going, you know, you're in a, you're in a playoff hunt. Yeah. Uh, and I figured they'd go with either a veteran. I figured they'd go with a veteran. In yeah, that spot. But, but they didn't. But, but they didn't. And Bradford did some good and did some bad. And that he's got – he doesn't have the light you up stuff. Yeah. So if he doesn't have very good command, he he's very hittable. Yeah. But that that's, it's rare. I mean, to be honest, what we saw today has been pretty rare. Yeah. No, I mean, even, even during that long losing streak, I mean, it was the offense, the the offense wasn't always terrible. It was the bullpen that was so bad during that really long losing streak during pretty much the month of August after that, they started with the big win streak. And then into September, it was the, the bullpen that was messing up so bad. And it's looked a whole lot better lately, even with the couple of blown games here against Cleveland, the bullpen, I mean, they looked great against Toronto. 
yeah, everything against Toronto, everything came together. Yeah. And I, I, I wish I we would just know. play them until we go until we go to the I playoffs. guess. I guess. <laughs> Luckily, we've got the tiebreaker on them. We had it. Yeah. Uh, after winning game two of the series, yeah. I believe. Yeah, it was. But, but yeah. so we don't. We just need to just focus on ourselves. I mean, Cleveland's not a playoff team. They're not great, and we went out there and laid an egg. But now it just goes to show you, and we've talked about it before. Every MLB team, including Oakland and Kansas City, are MLB teams that can beat you on any given day, depending on how their pitching and your pitching goes. I mean, that's the thing about baseball. Your pitcher has a bad night and gives up five or six runs in the first inning. I don't care who the other team is. It's hard to come back from something like that in the major leagues. Yeah, it is. And it's just unfortunate that, you know, it it, it happened it happened right here after you come off a you're coming off a six game win streak in which yep. again Friday night I don't blame that loss wholly on them yeah. the players or the coaching or whatever they everybody was exhausted yeah games games two and three on Saturday and Sunday of the series that I expected more live and they just looked lifeless they really they did. did look lifeless and that's the thing is they they need I mean that's what ticks fans off more than anything else I think is when the team comes out and lays an egg and just looks like they don't care because they do care. But when they come out and look like that, it makes a lot of fans mad. You know, on the X Twitter thing, whatever it's called, people start going crazy, you know, when they look like they're just phoning in there at bats. And when it looks like their defense is sloppy and their pitchers are just hauling, just chunking the ball up there, it makes a lot of people angry, which I understand. But, you know, 162-game season is long, and a lot of these guys have never played 162 games before. So they're wiped out, man. They're hurting everywhere. They're wiped out. And you're thinking, oh, that's bad for the playoffs. Well, I didn't expect them to win a World Series this year anyway. I think, you know, get in the playoffs, maybe win the wild card and get to the second round. I'd call that a massive success. And if they just get to the playoffs and lose, I still call that a great season. Yeah, I do, too. And, you know, getting into the playoffs, that could be a huge boost. I mean, it could reinvigorate them just knowing, hey, we're in. And I think it could really, really, really help. And and just kind of just kind of giving them some energy back because just knowing Hey, we're in it, you know, now we're in the tournament. Yeah. So, um, and now we got, uh, last games of the last home games of the season coming up. Yep. We got Boston next. So again, not a good team, not a good team. And it's funny to say that, but this, yeah, well, this is a series you need to take two or three at least and, and then move forward, but focus yep. on, focus on the Red Sox and nothing else. Because and then after I, that we have Seattle. I know it's easy to say that, but yeah. Then after that, the huge one with, yeah. with Seattle, and, and Seattle's falling off a little bit from their huge. They have as August. Well. Yeah, they have as well. Yep. And that's we might be hopefully catching them at the right time, but they they're uh, yeah. probably saying the same thing. Yep. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, probably, basically, it's it's the battle of who can pitch better. That's what that series is going to come down to. Yep. You know, whichever yep. team, whichever team can pitch better, and if Avaldi can turn back into Avaldi then this team has a real good shot of of making the playoffs going forward. Yeah, and the unfortunate thing with Uvalde is that he didn't take he didn't get any rehab assignments. He just came nope. right off the, the IL and he you have to take your lumps with that because he's not I mean he's not ready to pitch against major league major league hitters when he comes Well, I mean the right the, the, the the yeah he basically rehabbed in the majors during a playoff race which right. didn't make a lot of sense but no that's what he wanted to do and that's what they did but i mean it looked like a rehab start he he knew he was just going three innings he was just getting his pitching count his pitch count in throwing the ball just didn't yeah. look sharp at all and you know i think that should have happened to frisco but 
you know, you and me aren't paid to make those decisions. No, we're not. That's why we're here talking about it. That's why we're here talking about those decisions. <laughs> but it, especially with pitchers, I know Corey Seager, like batters, Adrian Beltre, he never went on rehab assignments. No. Ever. He refused. He said, I'm not going. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just not going. And yeah. Corey Seager did it. You know, it's different for position players. Yeah. But not when you have to ramp up your arm, get your get your endurance back up, go, go deeper in the games, throw more yep. pitches. Do that in the minors for – one or for two games, yeah. Get it to where you can you can throw about ninety pitches, then yep. then come in. So maybe you only go five innings, but that's ninety pitches of effectiveness. And then the next yeah. game, hey, they're going to take the reins off and let you go. Well, he should be ready by his next start to go. He should be he should be good to go by his next start against Boston. S- certainly, certainly expect that. Yes, sir. yes. Yeah, yes, sir. I expect I expect him to be good to go. So um, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we will look ahead to that Boston series. This is the Ranger Report podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to the Ranger Report podcast. Let's look ahead to that, sir. Speaking of Avaldi, he'll go on Tuesday night, but on Monday night, the Rangers have Jordan Montgomery, who looked fantastic in his last start against the Toronto Blue Jays. Looked really, really, really good, and his, his record doesn't reflect, obviously, how well he's pitched for the Rangers, but um, yeah. that's what happens when you pitch for a bad team. He's got a three, four, seven ERA on the season, and he's nine on eleven. Yeah, I mean, but he's still got he's got a he's got an ERA under three and a half. So obviously, he's pitched well. Yeah, he's done just fine, and he'll be facing uh, Crawford, correct from Boston, who has a four two six ERA and a six and seven, and uh, he's made twenty starts this year, thrown one hundred and twelve innings. Struck out 114. He seems like a, uh, I guess a Cody Bradford type. He's not gonna, yeah. He's not gonna go out there and get you a bunch of K's, but uh, maybe maybe show you some command. And and Jordan Montgomery, man, his curveball and his slider, everything was working the other night when <laughs> yeah. he, against Toronto. He made him look pretty silly. He did that. So and then on Tuesday you've got Evaldi going, which hopefully, like we said, he can do a full at least 80, 90 pitches in that game, if not more, uh, against Hawk. Who is five Tanner and nine with Hawk. a four nine four? Yep, Tanner Hawk five and nine with a four nine four, and of all these eleven four with a two nine six. So even with the bad outings, he's still got an ERA under three. I mean, he's he's. I think he puts it back together on this start. I, I believe so, and the and really the Rangers need him. The pitching staff needs it. the 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 club just in general needs him to to step up and. Uh, just step up and be the the leader that he's been all year. And it's it's hard to be a leader when you're struggling, but he can also lead by example and saying, yeah, I struggled a few games, but then I came back out once I was fully ready, fully armed and ready to go. And, and here we go. We're, we're, we're kicking tail again. So that's, I I expect him to have, I'm not going to say a great game, but get you five, six innings. Yeah. And, and just, kind of give the bullpen a little bit of a break because uh, we've had to go they to need it. them way too early. It went to them way too early in the Cleveland series, uh, yeah. two of the three games. And it, it, we just don't <laughs> – the least we can have the, our bullpen out there, the best, the better, it really. I mean, that's just being realistic. I mean, yeah, that that's true. Like I said, they didn't come until the eighth inning, you know, in Saturday's game, and they blew it. You know, Will Smith really set up the blown uh, save, but – 
yeah. it, it, you know, it was finished off by Leclerc. Right after, so. right after he, right after he came in and got a bases loaded strikeout. Yeah. To end the seventh, and then he comes yep. out in the eighth, and just mm, that was terrible. But anyway, all right. And then on to Wednesday, uh, the day game starts at one oh five. You got John Gray, who has struggled of late. He's given up a lot of long balls lately. John Gray, I think you said this before too. Kind of reminds me of Colby Lewis. He gives up a lot of solo home runs, but. Yeah. You know, he he can be a workhorse. I mean, those two one nothing losses he took earlier in the year. But lately, he just, I don't know, something looks off about him. He doesn't look like he's got the command that he had earlier on in the season. He doesn't. He's leaving a lot of pitches over the plate. Yeah. And it's it, he's paying for it. Yep. I mean, it's, but it's not like, again, he's another Uvalde type. It's not like he can't flip the switch, turn it right right back around yeah. and be He could come out and throw nine innings in his next start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, which he's done a couple times so this yep. year. So. In losses, one of losses. Yeah. <laughs> Those one nothing losses, he went complete games. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And they'll they'll be facing Brian Bayo, who struck yep. out ten in his last start, I believe, and that was against Toronto. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So you got on that, the and then you got the big series against Seattle coming up as well. So that series, I don't know who's that, pitching that one yet. They probably haven't announced it yet, but that Tuesday, folks, get out and see him. Yeah, this is it. You only got uh, you only got six more games to see him at home. And then next Sunday will be yeah. Next Sunday will be their last one. Then we go play the defunct Los Angeles Anaheim God. Angels. Tell you what, let, let's let's talk about that for a second. Joey Otani cleaned his locker out, and yep. he is gone. He is not coming back to the Angels. Nope they they aisled him, and I think it was just one of those. De- I, it's hard to speculate. You're not going to get much out of Otani. Uh, he's no. not going to go to the media, and no, he's not going to trash talk his team. No, but. Obviously, <laughs> I'd be upset if I were him. I mean, how do you yeah. not trade him? Well, I'll tell you what. That how do you I mean, not they, trade him they've made a lot of bonehead moves in, in Anaheim, but not trading Otani for a king's ransom at the deadline was probably one of the worst moves I've seen them not make. And we're happy about it. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm glad. I mean, I'm not happy for um, Otani. I would like to see Otani on a team, you know, fighting for the playoffs. Yep, I, I just, I, I'm just happy to see that the Angels keep being dumbasses in the front office. Yeah, I do. I am a fan of that, definitely yeah. for sure. I just wish <laughs> Seattle would have done it too because they're kind of scary. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, our arch nemesises have had a pretty good front office for the last ten they years have. plus. They have. I mean, and their owner was almost uh, was the owner of the Rangers. Yeah, almost. Yeah, but they had a close, lot of a lot of homegrown uh, talent in that organization that has made it to the majors and made a difference. And you know, Houston did a good job with it. And the Rangers are right now. We just got to see that talent, and we're starting to see it with Evan Carter, with Leonie Tavares, you know, with Josh Young. We're starting to see guys they've drafted and brought up, you know, and now making a difference on the team. And it's only going to get better. But that's what you want to see is you want to see your team built from within. And I mean, obviously, they also have Degrom and Scherzer and, yeah, and Baldy and, and Gray. It's going to be the pieces you need. The pitching yeah. is where they still don't seem to have 100% good development. Bullpen, yeah. The well, and if you look past Cody Bradford, yeah, who do you who would you say in the minors would is MLB ready? I mean, Owen White, maybe he came up and pitched a couple of games. Maybe, you know, maybe Jay, well, Jake Latz, but that's from the bullpen. He's up now. He's up. Yeah, they called um, him. You know, Cole Wynn has had a great end to the season after a terrible start. Yeah. It, but him and Jack be... Leiter, him and Jack Leiter, I've just got to say, they've been disappointing because of all yeah. of the, all the fanfare and all the talent all that was the there. And, and both of them have just kind of dropped off and not developed like the Rangers hoped they would. 
and I just, I just, I still go back, and I know I, <laughs> I keep harping on this. I still think that they should have done with lighter what they did with Kumar this year and started him in single A last year. Yeah, let him go out there and show that he, I'm too good for this league. Blow people away, build that confidence because double A is really that's the make or break. Yeah. Uh, level as far yep. as hey, are you, am I going to make it, or is this kid going to make it, or yep. is this, is he not good enough? That's the make or break. That's the deciding factor. Is, is double A? Yep. And we have Wyatt Langford who we just drafted, who is already up in triple A. Yeah, I was going to say they started him at double. They started him at single A, and he killed it. And they started him at high A, not low A. And obviously, he deserved mm-hmm. to be there. They put him at triple A or double A, and he had what four home runs this week, I think. Just yeah, here in insane amounts here. Yeah, well, Amarillo, I think everybody hits four home runs. But anyway, um, and then the Frisco season ended today, and the Rangers announced that they're promoting him to AAA for the rest of the season. So as well you got as a guy that was lighter. drafted yeah. this year that's already at AAA. And we talked about this off air, too. There's a chance you can see both Car- Carter and Langford up in Arlington in 2024. It's, at some point, you might have them both up there at some point. I don't I like see Langford see. starting the season up there, but oh, I no, think I don't. It's, at I some don't. point, I think he'll be there. No, I don't. I don't believe Car. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't believe Langford will. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure he won't. Well, won't and he's see. only going to be a triple A for two weeks. Right. You, you know, then he, the he'll probably over. end up. He'll probably end up in triple A to start next season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, if Carter just continues doing what he's doing, he's he's going to be he's going to be in the outfield. He's going to be getting every day at bats. He's going to be playing somewhere in the outfield yeah. and it's exciting. It is. It exciting. really is. And the guy has five tool talent. It's so funny when you look at it now and when, when you, whenever they drafted him a few years ago in the, the COVID draft, when the Rangers <laughs> took him in the second round and everybody was laughing at him, like who is, they didn't yeah, even have him. Evan Carter. Yeah. Who's this guy? Now he's the Scouts number one going, prospect in the organization. Now he's the number one. Yeah. Now he's the number one. So yeah, it's, 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 it's exciting because again, he's yeah. flashed that five cool stuff, that triple he had the other day and I'm calling it a triple. Oh baby. gosh. Yeah. I, they yeah, called him yeah. out on that replay and yeah, that that's the type that I think replay should be throw out right there. If you, if you do a pop-up slide, and your your foot comes in you know come comes off the base in the air like that much and they're holding the tag on you and yeah. you get called out for that come on he beat yeah, the throw like tag that. was yeah. applied after he yeah. had reached the base right there it should be over unless he overslides well and we then, all know yeah, how well, we all know how rangers fans and us in particular feel about replay yeah it has not been kind to the Texas Rangers. It has not. It has not, not, not. Especially Jonah, Jonah Himes Hines. obstructing the plate. Yeah, oh, that's that one. God. I'm going to remember that one for years to come. Uh, everybody's going to. Yeah, I mean, that, that was, was the talk of the town. You know, talk that that was the, the Rangers version. The next... That was the Rangers version of the Dez catch. Caught it. Yeah. Yep. That was the Rangers <laughs> version of the Dez catch. Obstructing it really was. home plate, even though yeah. the guy's just now rounding third. Yeah. Jonah's just standing there. Yeah, that was, I mean, and I guess they read the rule correctly, but the rule needs to be changed. Just like they changed the catch rule in the NFL after that Des play because that was a catch. Well, but it's, it's, it, To me, it just seems like, and I don't understand. Use common sense. Yeah. Like on the Carter play. Yeah. He was safe. Yeah. He yeah. beat the tag. He didn't overslide. Now, if he had like popped up and like jumped up in the air. Way up, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Call him out, but to you, that's something you'd be able to call out on the field. You wouldn't have yeah. to review, yeah. but to, well, to sit there and watch, you know, for a millisecond, his yeah. feet come off the ground yep. that much. Yep. 
in this pop-up slide, beat the throw, beat the tag, yep. and then you're going to call him out? Yeah. BS. Anyway, uh, so yeah, Langford and AAA, Lighter also in AAA, but they said he probably won't be activated right away. He'll probably get maybe one start at AAA before the end of the season, maybe two, but that, that's, you know, and of course, Down East, Hickory, and Round Rock all are going to make the playoffs. So, and I think Down East and Hickory, they've already started the playoffs, if I'm not Down mistaken. Down East is up 1-0. Yeah, Down East, yeah, I was going to say, they've already, I think those teams have already started. I think Hickory plays tonight. They sent... They dropped a lot of guys from double A Frisco down to Hickory. To yeah. Help, to try to win. Uh, they've been doing pretty good without them though. Hickory's a, Hickory's yeah, a dang good team. It, yeah, they have. Uh, I, who would have thought, you know, we thought Frisco was loaded again to, to go. Well, I mean, for, sometimes though, I mean, sometimes you're just facing better talent and sometimes you don't mesh early enough in the season. Frisco had a much better second half than they did first half. They did. They but you know, did. it is what it is. They won the championship last year. So they're giving the other three teams a chance now. Um, one moment. Yeah. Uh, actually, Hickory got eliminated. Um. Okay. 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 They're already. So they, yeah, I messed up. They. Uh, they. Dropped, no, I thought they were dropping players down to Down East from Down East. Okay. Double yeah. Dropped a few okay. players down, and we'll go over that on Thursday. Sorry, we. Yeah. I lost track of that, what day it was. <laughs> yeah, we missed our our minor league one this week, but but we'll 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 definitely be hitting that up. And especially with the off season, with the off seasons when it's really easy to get guests. So we should have a lot of yeah. that minor league podcast should pretty much have a guest every week throughout the off season. We should have someone, sure. we should have someone each week to talk to that. That's usually not a problem during the off season. Yep. And we're, we're going to start. We, since we have access now. Yeah. Getting some, some other major league players on. Yeah. Seeing who we can get on during the off season. So anyway, um, well, that'll do it for the show tonight. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for continuing to listen and help us grow this thing. Uh, it's been a good year. It's been a bad, you know, late August, early September overall. But the Rangers, the thing is to have a stretch as bad as they did and still be a playoff contender tells you what kind of lead they had going into August. I mean, it was yeah, a they, massive lead. They gave themselves a lot of room to to have a uh, have a fall like this, I guess yep, the, the yep. fall, it doesn't hurt it. The fall didn't hurt as bad as what it would have if it was just like, a yeah. And like game. I said, and they still may miss the playoffs, but again, they're right there. They're in playoff in the playoff contention right now. They're in they, that third wildcard spot. They have a winning and, record and really all they have they're to do is have play, a winning record. I mean, if they play 500 ball, seven of those are against the, uh, against the Mariners who they're trying to stave off. So, yeah. you know, if they can take four out of seven from the Mariners, they pretty much guarantee themselves a playoff spot. Yeah, they just – and I we, we say this every time. We've said it multiple times this year. we said it at the beginning of the year and all that, yada, yada, yada. Try to take two or three or three or four in every series. You know, focus yep. on that series, and then it's not always going to happen, obviously. No, but they did, they did that a lot. They did a lot the first four months of the season. Uh, to start the season. So yep. uh, that's what you got to hope for, especially now down the stretch here. Yep. Last, last couple series of the season and big ones, seven games against Seattle. I mean, it doesn't get yep. any bigger than that. Seven of the last 13 are against Seattle. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's there gonna you be, go. It's be fun. Hopefully. All right. So we will talk to you guys on Thursday for the minor leagues and we'll see you next weekend for the major league podcast guys. Deuces. Tooses. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Ranger report podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at therangerreport.com.